following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. NFL season kicks off tonight. What a good one. Stafford and the Rams getting two and a half points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board against Josh Allen and the Bills. Lions play on Sunday at one. I do like the Rams tonight. I really do. At home, Donald, they got better receivers. With Robinson and Cup now. And Stafford says the elbow is fine. Should be a good one. Speaking of Lions, don't forget on Sunday, the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network. Our host and Lions pregame parties at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's about a block from Ford Field. We'll be hosting them during Lions home games this season. So make sure you stop by. If you're listening all across Michigan, you're going down... To the Lions game, any Wings game, Tigers, rest of the season, your game day headquarters, Tin Roof, right across the street from Comerica, the old Chelly's, and about a block from Ford Field. Inside this hour, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com columnist, latest on the injury report for the Lions going into the game Sunday and what he thinks this team will do this year. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com on the NFL. He likes Detroit as a surprise playoff team. This guy's legit. Speaking of the NFL, get your pro football picks in in the Beat Huge contest. You can play every week through the big game in February. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play at thehugeshow.net. And that $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter could be yours. It's awesome. Bud Light, huge question of the day. And whenever you're watching the Lions, make sure if you're 21 and up, you're cracking open an ice-cold Bud Light because chances are the Lions will have a better day or night. Do you think Stafford will lead the Rams to -to back-to-back Super Bowl championships? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook also. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com on J.J. McCarthy's first start. He'll join us before the end of the hour. Let's go to J.R. in Saginaw listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the HUGE show. Yeah, as much as I like Stafford, I'm a lifelong Lions fan. I think there's just too much competition in the NSC, and I don't see him repeating. All right, well, thank as you, much JR. As I hate. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Superfly, you got Tom turned on his radio in the background. That's like radio producing 101. Tim Twentyman, back in the day when he was just beginning his journey to now one of the most prolific columnists and writers, he's kind of like the Josh Allen 
meets Patrick Mahomes of NFL Websites. Uh, he's standing by from DetroitLines.com. How you doing? Good. How are you? That's quite the introduction. Wow. Yeah, I read it exactly the way you texted it to me. <laughs> there you go. Eat uh, sharp on a Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm ready. I'm. I re- this is the full weekend. We get the NFL tonight. Great matchup. This could be the opening game and the last game of the season, don't you think? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I, that, but the expectations on Buffalo, wow. I mean, it's Super Bowl or bust over there. And, uh, and you saw what L.A. did last year. You know, it's, it's, it's a good – but that's the NFL. You know, they come up with these great matchups to begin, start, finish. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be awesome. You know, Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com, it's interesting, mentioned that he thinks the Lions are going to be the surprise team in the NFC this year. Well, you're talking about a three-win football team that we haven't seen play a regular season game yet. And, I mean, on paper – Offensively, they should be pretty good, you know, despite some of the injuries they're dealing with right now on the offensive line. I think they've got weapons at every skill position. They've got an experienced quarterback with a track record in the league, and I think they'll be fun to watch and they can score points. I think, to me, this team will go as far as the improved defense takes them. I mean, that's really the question mark to me is um, how much better can this defense be? And if they're significantly better with guys like Aiden Hutchinson, with Jeff Okuda coming back, with Malcolm Rodriguez, who's been a good story, if that side of the football that was, you know, really bottom third of the league in every major statistical category on defense, if they can just be, you know, marginally better, if they could be middle of the pack with how good I expect the offense to be, I think they can be a surprise team, but to me, it's 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 all about you know one the defense and two Jared Goff. Yeah, I think Goff uh, is he ready to go next level, be in that you know top twelve, top fourteen in the NFL, which I think would put the Lions in that you know seven to nine uh, win category. Jamison Williams, how quick do they get him back? Is he an impact player? Hutch is he as much of an impact player in the regular season as he's been in preseason before teams are going to game plan against you? Uh, you know, will they go next level? Uh, can the line stay healthy? I mean, there's a lot of question marks. It's not like they're set to become, you know, a playoff team right now. But uh, this measuring stick that I had Lomas Brown on earlier, the Eagles game where they were embarrassed last year, that if they beat the Eagles or make this a, a much closer game to the finish and it's a great effort, uh, it really will tell you the improvement of the Lions from last year to this year, in my mind. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, you look at the Philadelphia last year, got off to a bad start, right? But kind of used that Lions game to turn their season around, um, you know, made the playoffs. Um, you know, and now they're being talked about as a contender in the in the NFC East and, and probably one of those surprise teams that you mentioned in the NFC, just with the additions that they've made um, to their defense and obviously the talent that they have on, on offense and bringing in A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts is another year. Um, you know, another year in. So, yeah, I, I think it's a great test. I mean, look, especially for this defense, right? I mean, this defense was embarrassed last year. The Eagles came in and ran for 236 yards. They averaged 5.1 yards per carry, and they rushed for four touchdowns. They did whatever they want wanted against this Lions defense. And look, at that, that, 
you know, ultimately led to Dan Campbell making the play calls. It led to Ben Johnson being elevated to the pass game coordinator. So, look, there were some good that came out of that. There were some changes that now we think are, are going to be, you know, really positive for this football team moving forward. You know, Ben Johnson obviously being the offensive coordinator now. Um, but, yeah, they were embarrassed. And, and to me, this is a great test for that defense. Look, they think they're a, a, a much better team against the run. They ranked 28th in the NFL last year against the run. Teams averaged about 135 rushing yards per game against them. They need to be better than that. They're going to be better team overall. Um, they can't be in these games where they got to rely on their offensive score at 30-plus points, and they've got to be able to stop the run and get off the field and, and let what I think is the strength on, which is their offense and their ability to score points. So it's a great test. You look at Philadelphia, number one in the league last year. I came across a, a great stat, huge, with, with Philadelphia. There was a seven-game stretch last year in Philadelphia, weeks 8 to 15, where they rushed for 175 yards in seven straight games. That hadn't been done since the 85 Bears. And so, you know, it, it, it's a great test for this defense, 100%. Tim, 20-man, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I saw the practice report, injury update at DetroitLions.com. Give us the latest on who's healthy, who's not going into that Eagles game on Sunday. Man, a little disappointing that, you know, you, you kind of dealt with this last year when, when Taylor Decker got hurt before the regular season and ended up that, that, you know, all five of those starters did not play a single game together last year. We already knew about Big V starting right guard. He's been dealing with a, a little bit of a back issue and, um, Oh, and uh, sorry about that. He's dealing with a little bit of a back issue, and um, you know he's on IR, so he's going to miss the first four games. Um, but you know Frank Ragnow's you know not dealing with a groin injury that's popped up, and so um, he didn't. He, we think it happened Wednesday at practice. He did not practice today. Um, and obviously that's a little bit concerning when you're talking about already missing your right guard and now you're missing your center too, a, a Pro Bowl caliber center, right? One of the best centers in the league, and, and you're, you're facing a defensive line in Philadelphia that's pretty darn good. So we'll kind of have to see what happens Friday, what happens with the game designation. Um, I don't think Frank's got a practice to play. You know, he's a, a veteran guy that, that, you know, he can be a true game-time decision. Um, I don't think it's as bad as maybe they feared, but – um, we're just going to have to kind of see, you know, where he's at end of the week. The like Lions could potentially be without 40% of the starting offensive line week one. Certainly not ideal. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. You can follow everything uh, Detroit Lions in the NFL at DetroitLions.com. Also look Tim up on Twitter. Just search Tim Twenty Men. Timmy, thanks for the update. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Yeah, enjoy the game on Sunday, Tim Twentyman. Uh, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. I do want to send a shout out to all the Budweiser distributors across this great state, including Fabiano Brothers, where they serve up Bud Light for the Lions fans in Detroit and all across Michigan for their partnership in 2022 and also through this Lions NFL season. Thank you uh, to Lucas and the crew from Fabiano Brothers. And all the great Anheuser-Busch distributors here in the state of Michigan. And when you're watching the Lions and you're 21 and up, have that ice cold Bud Light. And our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you think Stafford will get back-to-back Super Bowl champions? Or championships? It would be back-to-back rings with the Rams. 
if they beat the Bills tonight, and I was looking at their schedule, they're going to be like a 13-3 and team again, and they should have home field advantage. I don't know if that matters a lot in L.A., but it matters to Stafford. Can he stay healthy? He says his elbow is fine. So answer that Bud Light huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE, to 21,000. Also get ready for the NFL in tonight's matchup with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings has given new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on tonight's game and get $200 in free bets instantly. So use code HUGE when you sign up. Download uh, that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. New customers only. Bonus issued as free bets. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. And if you miss any of our interviews, any of our podcasts, we are everywhere and they're free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the den. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day at SoaringEagleCasino.com. I'm sure you've heard when it comes to baseball that players and coaches and personnel seem to spend more time together during the baseball season than they do with their families. They win together, they lose together, and they have fun together. Players find competition in everything, like ping pong before games. Even though today is an off day for the Tigers, the team will get together for its annual fantasy football draft at a local restaurant here in Kansas City. This trip started with all the players and coaches wearing their favorite football player jerseys, from old school Earl Campbell and Joe Montana to new age Aiden Hutchinson and Jared Goff. No matter what team they love or what player they admire, the Tigers players find a way to spend time together, strengthening their bond for their love of football and their love of competition. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter, and they are growing. They have merged with Dorn Mayhew, a top 60 accounting and business firm in the U.S. So stronger together when it comes to Dorn Mayhew and Bean Garter across Michigan and all around America. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Whether your business is small or big. 
No matter what your needs are, Bean Garter has been strengthening local businesses since 1949. They understand your ambitions, they share the responsibility of achieving your goals, and they over-deliver while giving you many different options when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. That's BeanGarter.com. Bean Garter, a Dorn Mayhew firm. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. talk about the NFL season kicking off tonight. Bills and the Rams. could be It could be the opening game and the Super Bowl at the end of the year. This one in Los Angeles. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, one of the best NFL insiders in the business. He's standing by on the huge show across Michigan. Love the matchup tonight. It's I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the best opening night game we've ever had. I know, I mean, probably... Maybe the one other one that stands out is when Baltimore was defending its title against Broncos, Peyton Manning. That game had to be moved to Denver here and because the Orioles were playing, I believe, at the same time. So, But other than that, I mean, these might be the two best teams in football. We have the defending champs. We have the Super Bowl favorites. Uh, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. Like, it's just it's just an incredible matchup for right away out of the shoot to week one NFL. Uh, when you look at the matchup, uh, why do you like the Rams to win? I see they're a two-and-a-half-point uh, underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Bills are favored in L.A. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. I, I, I don't get that, but I think people are just saying this is going to be the year for Buffalo. Why do you like Buffalo, and why do you like the Rams tonight? Yeah, and I, I mean, I eventually, I mean, I, I lean towards the Rams. I think they win this one. But the case for Buffalo is... They have the best roster in football. I don't even think it's arguable. I don't. I don't know how you could possibly look at what they have coming back on offense and defense. Adding Von Miller, they just—they're loaded. This team could easily end up being the number one ranked offense and number one ranked defense at the end of the year. That—that that is certainly on the table for them. They were number one defense last year, and we all know how much uh, ability their offense has to put up points in a hurry. So. You know, we might end up at the end of tonight saying, wow, the Bills are going to be tough to beat this year. But on the other side, I just think we've kind of lost sight of the fact that the Rams are the defending champs. They're very, very good. They're incredibly well coached. They're at home. They're going to be raising a banner. It's going to be a big night for them. And, you know, even if the players are or aren't specifically looking at the point spread, they have to be sitting there saying, why is everybody talking about the Bills? Aren't we the champs? Aren't we the team that won the Super Bowl? And I think they take that chip on their shoulder into this game. I don't have, really have concerns about Matthew Stafford's elbow. I think he's going to be fine. We'll see. I mean, that is the one question the Rams do have to answer. But I just, man, I get why people like the Bills, but I just think it's swung too far where people have just lost sight of the fact that the Rams are a really, really good team. I agree. I, and it's in L.A. If this was in Buffalo on a Thursday night and that place would be bonkers, I might uh, see the Bills being favored. And it's almost like the the media is willing the Bills to try and not be like the old school Bills that could get to a Super Bowl but not win it. And, you know, they've had their opportunities. I, I look at them. I don't see them as world beaters. 
I really don't. I like the Rams tonight. I'm not only looking at this game kicking off the season, but I'm looking beyond it. And I look at the NFC, and I look at the AFC, and I see a much tougher AFC than NFC. And I'm looking at the Rams' schedule, and I'm trying to figure out how this team won't end up with home field advantage in the playoffs again. Yeah, they really might. I mean, the only thing, I mean, the, the biggest obstacle in my mind is the 49ers. I, I really respect the 49ers. I think they're a fantastic football team. I think Trey Lance is going to be very, very good. That defense was the best in football the second half of last year. So it could end up being that the Rams do have a really, really good season and end up finish second place in their division. I mean, that's, it's at least possible. I have questions about pretty much every team in the NFC. I mean, you look at the Packers with, you know, the receiver situation, the Buccaneers have a lot of things going on. You know, the Super Bowl hangover for the Rams, it, it does, it's a factor. I mean, it's a real thing. Like, I, I buy into it because, it's just hard to and you you climb that mountain, you achieve the greatest accomplishment of your professional career, and what do you do next what's next How hard is it to get motivated just to do it again and also just you need to catch breaks win a Super Bowl the Rams certainly did i mean if 49ers don't drop an interception in the fourth quarter last year in the NFC Championship game. We might be having this conversation about you know, the, the 49ers playing the, <laughs> playing the Bills on opening night. I mean, it's it, it takes a lot to win a Super Bowl. It's going to be hard for the Rams to repeat. But certainly, I mean, they have the talent, starting with the coach and trickling on down to the roster, to be that team again. Who will be the surprise team in the playoffs in the AOC and the NFC this year, Frank? You know, it's really hard to pick an AFC team because – I, there's just so many teams. It's it's gonna be hard for some team to go like nine and eight and make the playoffs. If I have to pick one, it's it, honestly it's probably the Jaguars. I mean, it's we didn't see the Bengals coming last year either, right? Like, I mean, it, they were a three four win team the year before. And, you know, you have the young quarterback. He has some talent around him. They spent a ton in free agency, and usually those teams improve. I, we can argue if Christian Kirk was overpaid, but it doesn't matter. He's an upgrade over what they had. And I could see the Jaguars with a adult as a head coach this year making a big leap, really. I don't know if it's going to end up in the playoffs just because there's about 10 playoff-quality teams in the AFC. It's going to be hard to beat them all out for you know, the Colts for the division or a wild-card spot with the other you know AFC West teams and all that. But I think Jaguars take a big step. And then, you know, I, I, we've talked about how much I, I do like the Lions. I, I'm not just saying that. I'm not going to go on – Charlotte radio next week and, and say I love the Panthers. I really do like the Lions. I just like the way their season ended. I like Dan Campbell and his message. I just like that the pieces they added. I think Hutchinson's going to be a heck of a player. If there's a surprise team that kind of comes out of nowhere, it, 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 to me it's, it's Lions. I, that's kind of the team I'm focused on as far as hey, a team that really was out of the playoff race last year but could make a huge, huge jump, one of those 6-7 win kind of improvements. Maybe it's the Lions just based on how competitive they were last year and what they added and you know how they ended the season. and just Everything out of there just seems to be good vibes in Detroit. I agree with you, and it's not because I'm doing a statewide show on 19 radio stations in yeah. Michigan, but I do look at the pieces added. I look at Aiden Hutchinson. Could he be a J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt? impact player as a rookie. Jamison Williams, when he comes back, probably around the midway point of the year, could he help this team win games with his speed? He'll have fresh legs. Because I look at the NFC, like you mentioned, uh, about uh, questions with every team. I'm literally with every single team in the NFC. uh, And obviously it starts with Brady. Is there something there about him not being there? There doesn't seem to be that excitement vibe. And part of that could be 
that happens when you win. But I, I go through the NFC teams and the Cowboys, the Giants, you know, the Eagles, which we'll find out if Detroit beats Philly on Sunday. Most think Philly's a top five team in the NFC. There you go. The Lions uh, could be on their way. Chicago, ton of questions. Green Bay, uh, you know, who are the receivers? I know they still have Rodgers, Minnesota, new coaching staff. Does that help or hurt a team that basically is around 500 to begin with? Then you look at Atlanta, Young, Carolina uh, with Mayfield and can McCaffrey stay healthy? New Orleans with James Winston. I mentioned Brady and Tampa. You got Arizona with a ton of talent, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of chemistry. You have the Rams, who in my mind far and away are the best team. Love the everything about the Niners except the experience factor of Trey Lance. And you got Seattle uh, has great receivers and no quarterback. That That is the NFC, and I'm not making any of that up. It's no hyperbole. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, I, I, I ended up picking the Eagles to win the NFC just because – Every team has questions. Well, which team kind of has the best talent around the questions? And, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts, yeah, we don't know what he is as a quarterback. We don't know if he's good enough to lead a team to a Super Bowl. But I like the roster a lot. I like the offensive line. I like the running game, like A.J. Brown. So I I kind of, you know, just landed on the Eagles as kind of a long shot pick to win the NFC because, like you said, every other team, it's like, well, yeah, you can see a scenario where things go really, really poorly for them this year. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see the dominant team. It might be the Rams. You know, people are forgetting they added Robinson. They yeah. got Cup. I mean, I, they, they still have Stafford. They, you know, they still have that defense. I, they still have a great coaching staff. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray. I mean, look at Arizona. Look at the talent they have. Uh, arguably the most underachieving team in football. Would you put them in that category going into this year? And who was that? Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, these second half collapses are just weird. Now you go into this season where you have no DeAndre Hopkins. You have a really tough schedule to start the season. You wonder, you know, you've had these hot starts, bad finishes. What if you have a bad start? What if you're two and four when DeAndre Hopkins comes back? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I just view them as kind of that team that I can't trust. I, they could be great. I, they really could. I mean, the pieces are there, but I just don't trust them. I don't really trust their coaching staff either. So, yeah, definitely Arizona is one of those teams that you look at the talent on paper and you – you just wonder why it's just absolutely falling apart for them each of the last two seasons by the end. I think how the Lions fare against the Eagles, where they got blown out and gave up 44, just uh, destroyed at home last fall. Not necessarily if they win that game, but if that's a fourth quarter game and they're there with a team in Philly, you're picking to win the NFC, that most uh, pick to win uh, the East. A lot of people feel the Cowboys are overrated. Lions win that game or push it to late in the fourth quarter. That that is an early season statement for Dan Campbell in Detroit. Oh, I, no doubt about it. I mean, it is a big, big statement game for. I mean, if the Lions are going to be for real this year and take a, you know, I, not even to take a leap to ten wins, but just to take a leap to, hey, you know, you're going to be in the playoff race. You're going to hover around five hundred. You're going to take. You have to be competitive in that game. Like you said, you can't give up forty four points in a game like that and get blown out. Let's see the progress they've made, and I think they're going to do just fine in that game. I don't know that they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a really, really close game all the way until the end of the fourth quarter. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. NFL season kicks off tonight uh, with the Bills at Matt Stafford and the Rams. Should be a good one. Frank, enjoy the game. 
Absolutely, I will. Right, Frank Schwab joining us on the Meyer guest line. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. He would cheer for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter, and they are growing. They have merged with Dorn Mayhew, a top 60 accounting and business firm in the U.S. So stronger together when it comes to Dorn Mayhew and Bean Garter across Michigan and all around America. You can find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Whether your business is small or big. No matter what your needs are, Bean Garter has been strengthening local businesses since 1949. They understand your ambitions, they share the responsibility of achieving your goals, and they over-deliver while giving you many different options when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. That's BeanGarter.com. Bean Garter, a Dorn Mayhew firm. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number, and at Meyer it's no different. This week, get more for your money with seven for seven dollars. No luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Once you buy seven or more, you'll get each for only a dollar. From a pint of fresh blueberries to Meyer pretzels, puffs, or corn chips, and Meyer sandwich bags and vitamin water. There are so many ways to seven for seven dollars at Meyer. And no matter how you shop, enjoy the same low Meyer prices in store and online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. We always originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Bud Light, the huge question of the day. You can answer it. Will Stafford repeat as a Super Bowl champion with the Rams? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. NFL season kicks off tonight with Stafford and the Rams hosting the Bills in Los Angeles. J.J. McCarthy, big weekend for quarterbacks. His first start as a Wolverine. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Chris? 
good, buddy. Got my Stafford jersey on, and I'm ready to go for tonight. Oh, yeah. Skeen was showing me. He sent me some text. <laughs> Doug Skeen, former Michigan offensive lineman, your partner on the Michigan football podcast at TheWolverine.com. Mr. Detroit Ram. <laughs> That's me. I'll, I, hey, you take what you can get, man, as a Lions fan. And so my question, our Bud Light huge question of the day, do you think Stafford and the Rams are going to repeat? No, no. I think it's hard to repeat, and I think it's, you know it'll be tough. But I think they'll have a good year, and I'm excited to watch them. So great game tonight to start the season, isn't it? Hell, it is. I, I can't believe yep. the Rams on the DraftKings Sportsbook at Big Board are getting two and a half points. Defending Super Bowl champions at home. Right? I, yeah. I, I get Josh Allen is good, but... You know, the, the, these Bills are like the old school Bills that could get to a Super Bowl loaded with talent but never get over the hump. Right, and you're traveling out there in the first game, so right. it'll be fun to watch. I like the Rams in that game, so I'm going to uh, watch it with a cool Bud Light tonight, man, and uh, I can't wait, Bill. I love this time of year. I do, too. We get the NFL tonight, then we get college football Friday and Saturday, including J.J. McCarthy making his first start Saturday yep. night against Hawaii underneath the lights. What are you expecting? How, how long will McCarthy be in? Will we see Cade? Will they go uh, deeper down the QB depth chart? Uh, will this be full throttled? him not just handing off, throwing around the field? Uh, for the Michigan fan that will be there at the big house, those watching on TV, Chris, what do you think uh, yeah. will happen with McCarthy? I think he'll play at least a half. I don't think there's any question. And, and hopefully maybe part of the third quarter. Got to see what he can do. And, and granted, this is a terrible football team they're playing. This is uh, maybe the worst team in college football. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I, I firmly believe that he's going to get every opportunity to show what he can do, and they're going to give him the entire offense So and let him throw it. They, they need to prove to these wide receivers of theirs that they're going to use them, Bill. Otherwise, they're going to have some guys end up in the transfer portal. They've got a deep wide receiver room, and they just aren't getting them the ball that much. So, And I know Jim Harbaugh likes to run, but they've got weapons there, and they've got a quarterback who uh, you know theoretically can get him the ball. So – We'll see that. Hopefully, uh, we'll see some big plays, explosive plays. They didn't show that last week. I think they only had three plays over 20 yards. That needs to improve. That was an area of strength last year. But McCarthy's going to get every opportunity and to, to win the job. And if he plays extremely well, it's going to be hard, in my opinion, for them to take it from him. So here, here's an interesting thought on Saturday night. Uh, Cade played okay. He wasn't great, and it was kind of vanilla offense and. Uh-huh. It was Colorado State, a game everybody expected to win. Now you're going to get a Michigan a 50-plus point favorite. I haven't checked the latest. I think the last time I saw 51-and-a-half point favorite yeah. for Michigan on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. So let's say J.J.'s lights out, plays a half. Do you, if you're Harbaugh, put McNamara back in there because and you're going to line him up against what J.J. just did, or do you go further down the chart? No, they'll play them. They'll play both quarterbacks like they did in the opener, and that's the plan to do that. And then he'll decide who's starting week three based on probably not just this game, but the last game as well. And so, And then they'll continue to go from there. I don't think this competition ends unless if, say, McCarthy comes out and just kills it this game and then the next game and then against Maryland. But you're going to need a Cade McNamara, maybe in an Iowa type of game or something like that when the defense is stout and a guy that's been in that position before. That's a guy that's played played at Nebraska and won, played at Penn State and won, where a lot of Michigan quarterbacks, even better Michigan quarterbacks, have not won. So that's going to be what we're looking for. But I've said it so many times, there's no question that J.J. McCarthy is the more 
physically impressive quarterback, both with his feet and with the in the passing game. So he adds a dynamic to this offense that McNamara can't. So you hope that he continues to progress. You hope that McNamara handles it a little bit better if he's not the guy, but you need two quarterbacks. And uh, at this point, I'd say advantage right now, McCarthy. Advantage McCarthy, we're going back to the Michigan Go Blue political big board and Chris Ballas. <laughs> Is working it. Is this good for the team? I, meritocracy. These guys, you know, studying, playing, practicing, lifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think is it good right now for the team? But when you get to the Big Ten, is it still good to go back and forth? I don't know. That's a great question, and it hasn't been in the past, right? And if we go back to Brady Henson and and how that was managed, it probably cost them a game or two. So it's it's bad if it's going to cost you a shot at a championship. And for example, say they say McCarthy tears it up against crappy teams and then goes to Iowa and lays an egg against a really good defense on the road, then people might be saying, "Hey, you know, McNamara should have been in there. He'd been in that position." But you know, this is all speculation at this point. Uh, ideally, both of these guys play extremely well and it makes the the decision that much harder right now it's a little bit easier because McNamara struggled in his first couple of drives especially and he looked like he was overwhelmed like the the weight of the world was on his shoulders so uh, from that in that respect I don't think it's good but if you've, you've got to rise to the occasion I mean if you're the quarterback at Michigan and you're put in that position and and you let that get to you how are you going to let it get to you when you play down in Columbus for example so uh, that's why it, there is a meritocracy and that's what Jim Harbaugh has always said the positions for rent and it always will be as long as he's there and they got two good quarterbacks let's uh, let them have at it as he would say chris ballas from the wolverine.com joining us on the meyer guest line talking about michigan and hawaii what is the mindset through your insiders when it comes to mcnamara and mccarthy uh both qbs what are you hearing behind closed doors at Schembechler hall yeah, people have different opinions. That's the crazy part. There, you know, some people we talk to say, "Well, we're going to have to live with some of JJ's mistakes just because he's that much more dynamic and he gets the ball downfield. Our receivers need more opportunities." Other guys say it's Cade's job. He played better. He leads more scoring drives for points in in uh, practice and in scrimmages when they document everything. He had a great camp, and that's what he does. And one thing that Jim Harbaugh has always said and told both of them: Don't try to be like the other guy. Be yourself. And they don't want Cade McNamara out there trying to make throws that he can't make just because J.J. McCarthy is making him making them. So, but there are there are always going to be factions, right? If you've got guys that you came in with, for example, Andrew Anthony, uh, who was an outstanding sophomore wide receiver, didn't get many touches last week, but had a great game against Michigan State as a freshman. He's got J.J. McCarthy in there, who he he practices with all the time. He's a good friend of his. So, yeah, these guys are going to have their so-called favorites, but they also have to understand that this is one of those things that uh, there's no guarantee and they know it too uh, there's a reason that there are depth charts and that there are reasons there are reasons that both guys are getting a chance to play so I think the main thing is to have the strong enough leadership that no matter who you go with Bill guys are going to have to be behind that guy and I think they've got that Chris Miles for the Wolverine.com talk in Michigan Hawaii Saturday night is Harbaugh gonna? He's done it before, like at Rutgers, where he was pushing eighty. <laughs> Is he gonna keep his foot on the gas in this game? 
I don't see it. You know, with Chris Ash, I think that was a different thing, the former Rutgers coach and, you know, some of the things that that Ash had said and, and his history. But this is Hawaii. This is literally the worst team in football, college football. So I think he'll take the foot off the gas. And I think more than anything, they want to get these guys that have been working so hard that don't usually get a ch- chance to play uh, an opportunity on Saturday night. So if you look at what they did last week, 84 players played. I think you're going to see 100-plus play in this game. He said they'd like to get all 130 in at some point during the season. I think this is a great chance in UConn next week. So this game should be over at halftime. Get as many guys in there and then run out the clock in the fourth quarter, you know, run the ball and uh, and get it over with. That's why I don't think, you know, I'm not sure if they'll cover or not, but uh, to me it's not going to be one of those games where he keeps the foot on the gas. But he will for a half. you got to give McCarthy an opportunity to show what he can do against some live bullets, and then after that take the foot off the pedal. Yeah, speaking of the line, latest on the DraftKings Sportsbook have Big Board. Michigan is a 51-and-a-half-point favorite. And what's interesting is that the over-under number is only 67, but the spread is 51-and-a-half. And I feel Michigan's going to cover it. But if you're saying they're going to put in all their backups, I don't think Hawaii will do the same thing. I think they'll keep their starters in there to get reps moving forward for their season. Uh, that 51 and a half is an interesting play on Saturday. It is, and because you, you never know. You can do everything right, right, in a game like this, betting, and they, there could be a backdoor cover, or Michigan could be up 42 to nothing or 49 to nothing at half, 42 to nothing at halftime, and then just, you know, completely go vanilla and take the foot off the gas. And it only takes one broken play to, to lead to a score the other way. So I wouldn't touch it. I know that. I think I predicted 55 to three, Bill. And I just because I I just don't see you're them. saying they're going to cover that you're predicting fifty five three exactly don't but, talk out of both sides of your mouth like you're okay. skiing on the podcast <laughs> I will say this you just you know what it, you just don't know but in a game like this but I don't in other words I don't think they're going to be putting up seventy points Bill I think they can easily and they could. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that Harbaugh is going to, I'm not going to say allow it, but I think you're going to see them play an awful lot of people because those guys love to see their teammates that work so hard on the scout team get in there. I think you're going to see a lot of those guys get in there on Saturday night. Hang a hundy. Saturday night. <laughs> send a record or send a message to, to the rest of the. Send a message to everybody that you can put a hundy on the worst team in D1 football this year. <laughs> Yeah, this is not an Urban Meyer coach team here. This is Jim Harbaugh. I don't think you'll be seeing that happen. Hey, Urban Meyer's back on TV. The guy has he, he has been resurrected more than Jesus in the history of Earth. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know what? He's good as an analyst. I'll give him that. You know, the guy. No, he's not. He's not believable now. There's no credibility. Not anymore. No. Okay. I, I can't right. listen to him because I'm like, okay, is it a medical issue? Oh, hold on, you're back. Uh, oh, uh, wait, is it uh, now you're an idiot to all those players? So I don't yeah. I, somebody who's going to act nice and like a coach everybody wants to play for on TV. And then a team that basically had a mutiny in Jacksonville. Right. Yep. Or, or 80, no, 85 guys that ended up getting arrested when he was at Florida. And God knows Ohio State name, image and likeness was happening way before name, image and likeness <laughs> became a reality. I told you, I agree with you. I just said he's a despicable human being, but he knows football and he breaks down X's and O's pretty well. Oh, well, great. So if Hannibal Lecter knew everything yeah. about the read option offense, would you, uh, with me, uh, Chris Ballas did a great one-on-one podcast interview with Hannibal Lecter because he really knows what Hawaii brings to the table. 
as long as he doesn't eat me, buddy, I'm good with it. So I'll break it down and, and make sure that my picks win, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. That could be so. like Jody Foster, where you come into his cell and he's in that thing. Exactly. He looks hey, like that'd be, great, that'd be great theater, right there. Oh my God, it looks like because he, he's in one of those like. Things where you look like you're strapping something and going to put it in the U-Haul, right? Right. Oh, I like how I like Hawaii to cover Clarice, you know, type of thing. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! He's doing Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Yeah, I tell you, Norview, Norview's theater department tells me that Chris Ballas was the greatest actor his senior year. <laughs> I doubt that. Oh my God! The the lines he he was a master at lines. You should ask That's all the true. girls he dated at Norview. <laughs> You're killing me, man. All right. Thank you for the Anthony Hopkins Hannibal Lecter. We love you, man. Hey, thanks, Billy. Have a great one. Yeah, yeah, back at you. We'll talk Monday. Look back at Hawaii. J.J. McCarthy's first start at the big house. And look for Anthony Bellino now. He he made his debut last Saturday hosting on the mic in front of 111,000 on Saturdays. That's pretty cool. And now he gets his first night game. He's a rock star. He's getting an attitude. He's host of X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. So I called up, said, put me on. He said, uh, Anthony said to contact his assistant and he'll get with your people. And then maybe he can do lunch. Now I'm hearing good, if not great, reviews. And you can hear X's and Bro's weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station in downtown GR. If you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.